What up, it's Mitch, and this is Zach. Welcome to Hot Takes Cold Brews, where each week we'll be talking about hot takes in health, fitness, and lifestyle. And to make sure these are epic episodes, we're cracking a brand new cold brew, catching a savage buzz each time. Um, sleep today? Sleep. We had to get ourselves pumped up. We had a long night last night. It was Mitch's birthday, so we... We had some some fun, some <laughs> some rare going out fun. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, which would be fun, I think, to uh, kind of talk about naps and all that stuff. But first, let's get to it. We got some cold brews today. This one was uh, actually sent to us um, by cool. Caveman Coffee Company, and so uh, also we'll mention it now. We are also caveman affiliates so if you want to try this out and you want 10 percent off hot takes cold brew so htcb 10 will get you 10 percent off if you go to cavemancoffee.com put in that code um we'll tell you how it is so we'll we'll let you know (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) we're affiliates affiliates it might taste like shit but (laughs) I'm pretty confident. I, I meet a lot of cold brews. And, hey, uh, there's not too many cold brews that I don't like. So you know one thing too. I feel like the way something looks in like it uh, can make you think a certain way, right? Yeah, <laughs> like it influences how good it tastes. Oh probably. man, and this this can looks good. You can't see it. Shit. They've got the uh, they've got a cool logo. It's got a huge nitro. It's even got if you if it's if it's. Uh, if the can isn't so cold, it's got a texture can. on like the warm can. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's open. Let's let's get the in into the into the mic, dude. Okay. Ooh, steamy. All right. So this is act- this is actually nitro too. Oh man, that smells so good. I usually don't smell cold brews, but that's pretty pretty good. Smell. Wow. Wow, my friends, that is smooth. Oh, dude. God. It, I mean, it almost tastes like water, to be honest. Dude, that's... I mean, it tastes like coffee. Yeah, but not really, which is nice. I mean, it's, There's no no bitterness. That is the one of the smoothest cold brews. Okay, so had. 14 calories, solid. Zero sugar. Wow. Oh, shit. 200 milligrams of caffeine. So about three espresso shots. Yeah, that's what it says. Equivalent uh, is 200 milligrams equals three espresso shots. <laughs> Best served ice age cold. Oh, and right. this is, I got it cold. Yeah, you did. I got it freezer cold, so we did that right. You did. Um, dude, dude you, they, apparently they have some MCT oil. You're supposed to, you can blend it. Shake twice and pour vigorously for optimum nitro experience. We didn't do that. We're supposed to shake it. Yeah, that's how you serve nitros. You just shake them up really hard, and then you oh. just pound them as hard as you can into a glass. Oh, and you just so get that really that creamy. Like, yeah, get that really creamy that's feel. That's yeah. fine. It still tastes really it's good. Still so good. It's really cold. Yeah. Apologize for my voice as well. If if uh, it offends anybody, Mitch has been screaming all night long. Yeah, all night long, <laughs> and then I I taught a couple classes this morning. Um, that and some dehydration, but yeah. You did get a nap in, hey, which was he- which was helpful. Hey, props to you for for 
suggesting that and allowing me to go through with that because <laughs> I feel a lot freaking better now. Yeah, I was hoping we were going to be able to get ourselves pumped up for this. So I feel I gotta a turn lot my mics down a little bit here. Yeah, probably. Uh, I feel a lot better, which leads us into what we're going to talk about, which is sleep. Yeah, man. And uh, honestly, like you, you circle back to sleep with everything. I feel like like that it's just the most important thing. And if you're not doing it, like right, everything gets thrown off. Like yeah, if you're not like doing you can, it right, you can track that back to gaining weight. You can track that back to not get gain, putting on muscle. You can track that back to being like stressed out. You can track that back to being unhappy. Yeah, you could literally be like, "Well, how do you sleep?" And I guarantee, anyone who is having issues with those things probably doesn't sleep well. Well, I think almost everybody knows that, like, if you sleep bad, then you usually feel bad. Right. Like that's it's a pretty wide known fact, and so, um, I think that it's important as important it is to sleep. It's like, how do you figure out if you're sleeping correctly? How do you feel? figure out if you're sleeping enough? How do you know what's optimal for you? It, it, there's so much information out there about sleep. And there's a lot of good people like talking about sleep and all this stuff. But um, it's kind of hard to know, really, because you hear like a lot of the like a lot of the motivational people are like sleep less five to six hours. Then you've got guys like Gary Vee who are saying, you know, no, definitely get your sleep. But it's important what you're doing the rest of your day. Right. But um, I think for, for what I've read most of the time. I see like seven to nine hours is, is optimal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kind of corresponds with that old school. Like it used to be just eight, you know, but I think it's kind of like dependent on your body. Right. So, yeah, I've been tracking my sleep a lot lately. I got this Garmin watch and it tracks sleep and I don't know how effective it is. And we'll talk about that a little bit, but I sleep about seven and a half hours average per night. That's like a very, very normal sleep time for me how about you yeah i'm about the same and i was gonna ask do you feel like because me i've i've just been aware of it and, and kind of tracked it myself to where i know man if if i don't get seven if i get you know if i only get six i know my day is gonna be off you know but if i get that seven i can i can pretty much hang the rest of the day or you know I, i'm i'm good to go yeah. Uh, seven to eight range. But if I go below that, I just, I just feel a little different. Like I don't feel as recharged. And I don't know if it's like an hours thing to me. I think it is kind of an hours thing, but it's also quality of sleep. So like if I don't sleep under the right circumstances, then it it doesn't matter if I'm in my bed or like kind of technically sleeping for eight or nine hours because it wasn't quality sleep. Yeah. And that's almost like the same as like going too short almost feels like bad if you go too long. Like every once in a while, like I'll accidentally sleep. Like I literally accidentally sleep nine to nine and a half hours. And I don't, I can't do it as much anymore. My body won't let me, but I've never been one of those people that's like loved sleep. Yeah. Like I guess when I was a teenager and I was growing and all that stuff, I was sleeping a lot more, but I think a lot of people love to just sleep for long periods on weekends, but if I get extra sleep, I feel like I'm wasting time. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's, it's an interesting thing. If I go nine hours and I actually feel almost more groggy than 
than I would if I would have slept seven. Yeah. So well, like going and, over too much. Yeah. And that comes down to like those cycles, you know, that like, you know, you have that cycle every four hours, they say. And uh, so it could just be like what what most people need to be aware of is like where you're waking up in the cycle yeah. right so if aren't you, you aren't, aren't they that. aren't you supposed to be getting a like a cycle of sleep every 90 minutes because they say like if you could nap like 20 to 30 would be optimal but then 90 would be like the best because you go through one full sleep cycle 90 minutes yeah because you're supposed to go through multiple rems like five to six rem cycles per night and Couldn't. then yeah so Basically, all the stuff that I've looked at because I've been actually very interested in sleep because I've been trying to optimize my sleep for a very long time. I was like trying to cut my sleep down like 15 minutes every few days because I wanted to sleep less so I could do more. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I started realizing that I was not as effective during the day. So it wasn't actually really helping me. I was just getting more tired towards the end of the night and I wasn't doing as much at that point. So I, I wasn't as effective. So then I started going back to it. So I was reading, you know, five to six REM cycles per night you kind of get the most deep sleep in your first cycle and then as you um as you go out into the into more cycles you get into your fifth or sixth cycle of sleep you get less deep sleep which is that like brain rest recovery like like kind of muscle uh building you know repair sleep right and so like i've always been trying to look at how to optimize that which is interesting because you know there's a lot of things out there on how to get more sleep which is like make the room really dark don't get near blue light you know at the end of your day Um, yeah yeah um you got to sleep in like optimal temperatures so like i know that when my house gets really hot my room gets hot like it wakes me up out of my sleep and it's terrible and then my then it doesn't matter how long i slept because the quality was just poor yeah well, and, and that's the thing, like I was trying to say earlier, is like you can trace everything that you want to do back to the quality of your sleep. So in situations like that, or even, um, you know, even the opposite way, like, and like, I always see like, man, it's worth the investment. Anything that I can spend to make sure that I get sleep, you know, if you're going to have the best mattress, the, the best pillows you know if you're gonna get a a ac unit just so you can sleep a little better like man i'd i i think it's worth spending money on that because in hindsight like that also that money there is going to benefit whatever else you're trying to do you know yeah and i mean it's always like that that old saying like you spend a third of your life sleeping or in your bed you may as well have it comfortable i know there's like a lot of people out there that do like the chili pads on their on their bed to keep them like cool at the right temperature because like that is true like like so like some of the stuff that i do to set up my sleep optimally is like i get my room really dark yeah i i'm not very good at avoiding the blue light at night but i do have a blue light turned off on my phone so if i am looking at my phone i don't know if that helps screen time probably in general doesn't help but i'll listen to something that relaxes like a meditation podcast or something like that as i go to sleep um and then being well hydrated and the right temperature is like i found that to be the biggest for me because if i'm if i'm dehydrated i will wake up so many times at night for water but if i go to sleep really hydrated i don't wake up at all yeah i've heard the opposite well 
the the opposite too. Well, I mean, obviously you want to be hydrated, but mm-hmm. some people, you know, that I talk to, they're like, oh, I try to get my water in before bed, and then I wake up because I have to use the bathroom. See, that never happens to me, which is really? weird. Like, I drink, I'll I'll drink a ton of water, and I have this weird. I guess it, maybe it's maybe it's odd. I don't know. You guys can tell me out there, but sometimes I wake up and like all I all my body really wants is water and if i drink some water i'll go i'll fall right back to sleep mm-hmm. if i lay there and i don't have any water by the edge of my bed and i don't feel like getting up to get some yeah. i will just lay there for 30 to 45 minutes until i go get water and then as soon as i drink it i'm back to bed like instantly yeah like my body will not let me sleep without being hydrated yeah. which is like a problem but also like i just know now that that's what i do to set myself up for success so that's something i've learned about myself by kind of just auditing my own sleep yeah i think that's the most important part is like like you can read all the studies you want to read you can check out all the you know tactics but everyone's going to be kind of different you know everyone's going to have things that just don't really work or do much for them so you've just got to be um you just got to be aware of all that stuff and you just got to be paying attention. Like you said, you, you like paid attention to what worked, what didn't, what didn't make a difference. And then when you find it, like that's, that should be your routine because whatever you want to do, if you can get some good sleep, that's going to put you in the right place to succeed there. Man it's it's so huge because like, for example, I don't, I don't drink alcohol very often anymore, or at least in large quantities. If I do go out for like a very special occasion, I have one too many beers, which is like, you know, even like four or five, like, I mean, a lot for a night, but not as much as, you know, used to maybe do when I, in my younger years, I, it disturbs my sleep so much. So bad. It's crazy. Like I'll sleep nine hours, but I'll wake up and I feel like I didn't even sleep at all. And it's just like, and I wake up at night and I like just feel terrible. And so like the more I've figured it out and become healthier and healthier and eaten really well and had an adequate amount of water and all that stuff. Um, I've just, I've just noticed that my quality, I never knew how bad, yeah. how bad the quality of my sleep was until I started getting good sleep. And I'm like, Oh man, like it's quite a bit different. And you know, I have this theory that most people are walking around with like, mild hangovers at all times you know because they're not sleeping they're not hydrating they're not fueling right and you kind of adapt to that like like you said you didn't realize how bad it was until you kind of pulled yourself out of it because if if that becomes your cycle then that becomes your new normal yeah and yeah exactly i was the same way i didn't i didn't know and and it was funny because today was kind of like deja vu to where I mean, obviously we're doing this, but I remember thinking like, all right, just freaking get through your day. When I woke up this morning, I was like, you just got to get through your day. And that was kind of how I was living my life. Just get through your day. Whereas now that I am well rested most of the time, it's like getting through your day is easy. What can I now? What else can I do? Exactly. And it's so, it's like such a different shift of my mindset too, with like sleep. And like, now I'm basically trying to do anything in my, in my entire life to maximize my, my day's productivity and how well I feel. And like my longevity too, of like not burning out. And I think like, 
maybe what contributes to people burning out in their careers is like lack of other things in their life that like it just feels like your career is wearing you down because your body is just not built to like it's not you haven't set yourself up for success right and so like now i've become obsessed with like finding all these different things that help to improve my daily focus my day like my productivity my energy levels and all that stuff which is like that that it's it's almost become like a really fun thing to like try to like optimize it and that's why like i track my sleep i don't like sleeping in a watch it's really uncomfortable (laughs) and yeah but i I do it because i want to start trying to figure out you know tracking my sleep and all that stuff i think i mean i the more and more i realize like life is just an energy game you know that's really it and so whatever you can do to maximize your energy like like you said i'm i'm in and uh that's why that's actually why i started drinking coffee more and more was because i wanted to figure you know find new ways to maximize energy Mm -hmm. rather than like i know a lot of people are using it the wrong way and they're just like they couldn't even function without it right yeah whereas i'm i'm trying to take it to that approach where like i said all right i'm well rested i'm good now let me use this to supplement that Mm -hmm. and uh take things to the next level um because at that point then it's like yeah use use whatever you can that's gonna help you and and give you an advantage and that's an interesting thing that you brought up about like the coffee because one of the things i always read about and it's been fairly widely studied is like what they what would they call a caffeine nap where you they say the most restful possible nap you can get is if you drink caffeine and then you're able to nap because it opens up your capillaries and your blood flow and it like stimulates all the neurons and like the caffeine's kind of doing what it does, but it like aids the recovery as you sleep. So there's a lot of people that do what they call a nappuccino or like a a caffeinated nap. And, uh, and it's interesting because like we talked about this before and I've talked about this with many people and it kind of goes along the same lines as like, knowing what your body can and can't do. I can drink caffeine at six, seven, eight o'clock at night and still sleep. Now I'm starting to investigate the impact of caffeine on my actual sleep cycles, which is hard to tell. Like how does it impact my deep sleep, my REM and all that stuff. But some people can't drink caffeine after like two or three or four. I can't. Yeah. Because they won't be able to sleep. I don't have any problems sleeping, but I don't really know how it's impacting my sleep when I am having, like sometimes I'll be finishing my coffee cause I've got that, I've got like a cup that keeps my, I only drink iced coffee and it keeps it cold all day. So sometimes I have a little left. I'll be drinking that thing at like 7.30 at night to finish up some of my work that I'm doing. But then I go home and I don't have any trouble falling asleep at all. Yeah. Like I have almost zero trouble falling asleep. Well, I think it also comes down to that tolerance. Like for me, I just didn't ever really drink it. so it's going to have like a hyper effect. Whereas if you're kind of tolerant to it, then you can do that. I think it will be interesting to see the data there too, is because that's, that's something I see with a lot of people is they just don't, their body isn't able to get into that really deep sleep as well. If they're drinking that, like, like for you, you can fall asleep. Um, but maybe it's, it's kind of affecting that because, that is some of the research that I've seen is uh, setting that curfew for your for your body. Yeah, and I fall asleep at a very similar time every single night. Like even on weekends, I found that like I go to bed at nine thirty at night 
for instance. Like yeah. I try to get into bed by nine and I try to start falling asleep. And then I'm like usually asleep by 9.30 or 9.45. And I wake up at the same time every morning. Even on the weekends, I'm fairly close within an hour each way usually. I rarely stay up till midnight and just yeah. because I physically can't, like I have to be out doing something like very stimulating to stay up yeah. just because I get tired. Yeah. But, uh, but I think that's, if that's what you're talking about is like structuring, like falling asleep and, and waking up at the same time. And that's why I think people that have like split schedules and different like work nights, like, I don't know how it's people tough. do it like night shift and then that's three nights of the week and then four days of the week you sleep at a different time. So your body is never really used to going to sleep at the, the same time or the right time or like different times. And I think that has a pretty huge impact on your ability to sleep even later in life. Dude, they, they've done like crazy studies on stuff like that to where like night shift workers, like it's a, it's a studied fact. Like they don't live as long. Yeah. Like, cause you're, you're going against, the the earth you know yeah. the, the, natural the natural circadian cycle of yeah like, of like melatonin and people use melatonin to supplement and stuff like that but if you're getting the right light exposure and the right dark exposure then you should release uh melatonin correctly although like in our part of the world in the winter when it's not it's dark when you wake up i i know for a fact that it is harder for me to wake up here in the winter than it is in the summer because when the light yeah. comes into my window and wakes me up it's so much easier to wake up. So mm -hmm. I even bought a light alarm that it, I set it for a certain time and it's this on. bright white light, but it comes on like one click at a time for 30 minutes. It gets gradually brighter. Right, click, right. click, click. And eventually it'll actually wake me up without actually an alarm going off. It's just the light. So it's like my body knows like the receptors in my skin know, and my mm -hmm. eyes know, you know, it's time to wake up, which is cool. Cause you're simulating a sunrise, which is like, the natural hormonal thing, you know, then you get the, the spikes in the right, um, in the right things, you know, like the, the right hormones in the morning. And yeah. then, you know, so like, I, I think I was listening to Ben Greenfield and he was talking about how when he gets up, he gets into like all these weird light devices. Like he goes a little overboard. Maybe he puts them in his ears and his nose and like, yeah, I've seen that. like gets in between these boards and like gives himself like those photoreceptor cells, like a lot of input. And then mm -hmm. he gets himself going that way. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing that I do and I don't have any like data or anything behind it, but when like, let's say I want to take like a midday nap, I'll leave the lights on so that I don't fall asleep for too long. And, uh, it helps. Yeah. I mean, it works because I've noticed that sometimes I can, uh, fall asleep for like hours, you know, if, if I'm like really tired, like maybe yeah. like, like just now, if the lights were out and I was in like my bed, like maybe I would fall asleep for like three hours and then I'm like the day's wasted. I groggy. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if I keep the lights on, it'll only be like a 20, 30 minute nap. And mm -hmm. it's just kind of like that energizer. Like well, I feel good. Say, and they say 20 is optimal. Is it? I've, re I've read into a, a lot and they say, for a short nap, 20 is optimal. If you go into 30 to 60 minutes, and I'm not an expert on sleep. Let's get this right. But you get into something what's called sleep inertia, which is basically where you feel almost really groggy and you have decreased performance. They've studied it. You have decreased like reaction time and things like that. Um, 
and I've felt that, you know, you take a 45 to 60 minute nap and you wake up and you almost feel worse than worse off than you were when you went to sleep. So, I mean, it sounds counterintuitive to only take a 20 minute nap versus like, Oh, when I could get 60, 60 sounds better than 20. Obviously more is always better, but it's not always better. Apparently, unless you could set yourself an alarm for a 90 minute nap, because then you get through one whole cycle and that's what they consider a power nap. I think, I mean, 90 minutes. Yeah. So there's like a 90 minute nap is optimal because then you get through one whole sleep cycle versus like a 20, maybe max 30 minute nap is like that quick, like that quick energizer nap. But if you're trying to go for more sustained energy, you can go for a 90 minute because mm-hmm. then you go all the way through a deep sleep cycle, a REM cycle, and you get all of that recovery. Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm, I've never been a big napper though. Like I'll, I, you, I got into a period where I really needed, like I started taking them a lot and I think it was just because I was burning myself with a bunch of different stuff. And like, I wasn't really taking care of my body as, as well as I, I am now. And now I don't really feel the need to take naps when I get home most of the time on my half days and all that stuff or like on weekends. So, yeah, well, I was kind of the same way. I never, well, no, I mean, back in uh, college, I used to take naps all the time cause I was hung over but uh then you know after college i never really did now i'll do it sometimes just uh after like teaching classes or things like that because it's like you're just expending so much energy that i get done and i'm like man i'm drained and uh it it just helps me to like recharge real quick so that i can focus because Another thing, like I like I said earlier, how I woke up today and I was like, man, just get through the day, is when you're living life like that, like, number one, you can't do much creative stuff. Like, yeah. that's one thing I'll notice is, man, if I don't get sleep, like, I just can't think that well, you know. Slower I, at, like, starting tasks and finishing things. I can't or, like, write yeah. well. I yeah. can't, like, yeah. talk well. Like I find my focus is bad. Like, mm-hmm. I can't focus on one thing. I jump back and forth. I do that anyway. So that's, it's bad for me to get into a really big cycle where I'm like jumping a lot, but. And so I think, yeah, I think it's, it's just, I know a lot of people and, and, you know, sometimes myself, like, it's like, man, there's things I got to do. I should really get them done. But I think you got to think about like, how how well are you going to perform this task right now if if you're not if you're so tired versus tomorrow when you're fresh you know so that there's sometimes i got to draw the line with myself um how do you feel about that well it's always like the benefits you got to risk like the benefits do they outweigh the do the you know like do the negatives outweigh the positives the positives right. outweigh the negatives so like for me, I don't like wasting time napping during the day unless I have to. And I know that if I don't nap, it's going to make me less productive and I'm not going to be able to do the things that I need to do later on in the day yeah. versus um, not taking it and kind of sacrificing a little bit of fatigue and tiredness. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, if I really am like, oh man, I have to be really sharp tonight. I've got this thing going on or this thing. Right. I've got to take this nap to feel great. Right. So sometimes I'll do that. But, but, uh, yeah, man, it's all about the trade-offs of it. And like what you're saying is like putting the stuff down, maybe working late at night, 
getting some sleep, coming back to it in the yep. morning. Yep. And like, I mean, that's like the other age old like thing is like sleep on it, you know, it's like, and there is studies that show you actually do process that stuff while you sleep. And then you'll have a better outcome with whatever you were contemplating on the night before. If you do it in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. I mean, I just think like, and you know, there is a balance because obviously if you want to perform, like you've got to make sacrifices in areas and you've got to really like push your limits but yeah, for me, I've never really been that guy who's like, "Oh, I was up till three a.m. You know, doing this task." Yeah, I've always just been like, "I'm not gonna be very good at it." And then tomorrow's shot, you know. Like, I was never like that either, man. In college, like a lot of, especially in like PT school, but even in undergrad, people were like bragging about how they crammed right till three or four a.m. the night before tests. I'm like, man, I'd way rather go to bed at nine, even earlier. Almost go the, almost go the opposite way where yeah. I even sleep earlier, yep. and then I'll wake up in the morning and I'll review some stuff before the test. Yeah, because it's gonna be fresh in my in my mind. Well, but it's I mean, one of the things that I did learn in college that I studied like. The optimal way to actually remember stuff, if you really want to study and remember, is like to study and then take a take a nap where you can get into a REM cycle and store memories, and then wake up and study. And that, like, if you could do that, that's actually optimal because then you don't get any ear interference. Right. So, like, there's not like you don't like study something, watch TV, and then sleep, which the watching TV part can interfere the storage of the memories of the other stuff and the information storage. Yeah. So, like. And you're less focused when, yeah. you know, when, if you, if you like, I always laugh when people are like, yeah, I stayed up till 3am studying. I was like, man, I wish I had a camera. I'm guaranteed you weren't freaking reading the book and studying <laughs> until 3am. You were probably not doing shit. Yeah. Like checking I Facebook half the time. Like it's just not optimal. You know, I'd rather you do focused work. It's like the same with the gym, you know, like you could, I'd rather you stay in the gym for 30 minutes focused then oh man i was there for five hours like you're not doing shit for five hours you i know, know? Like, yeah it's like how productive were you actually being it's like exactly would you rather sit down and study for an hour with nothing like your phone your computer's away and you study and you're getting it straight or like the people who study with their phone and the tv and all that stuff and then yeah. it's like how many minutes are you actually working productively towards what you're trying to work towards. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what you're saying right there. I, huh? Well, and I remember like when people would say that, I was like, damn, am, am I not trying very hard? You know, like, yeah. I'd be like, dang, do I need to like up, up the effort? But then I would literally see people doing like studying and I was like, okay, yeah. they're not doing really. Or it's the result, right? Like I, I always knew True. that like, I was getting great results with my method and some of the people who were cramming till 4am were not getting good results. Right. So, I mean, I don't always like, that's not just an effect of the sleep that they're getting, but it definitely could be. And, and like, if, if your system is working, then, then do it. And if waking up or if like staying up late to work on a project, a business project, studying at school or whatever you're doing right now in the phase of your life, if that's what works for you, then do it. But also try to audit and try different things because who knows, maybe like going to sleep and doing it like at four or 5 a.m. after like a cup of coffee and a cold shower, you might be way more productive. Yeah. Like I know this goes for like the medical notes that I write. Yeah. If I'm like up at night trying to finish my notes, I'm not even close to as fast at writing notes as if I just go to sleep, wake up the next morning and do them. I do them in half the time. 
right. at least. Yeah. 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 And, and that's, you know, when you talk about the effectiveness and the results, that's kind of uh, something I'm trying to balance now is like all the, the work stuff that um, I do and we do, like I still, I'm still in bed by nine thirty every night. Yeah. Uh, I just, and, and that's where I'm kind of like, man, should I just be like really just pushing it, you know? But I think it does go back to like Gary V said, what are you doing with the other hours? Because there are a lot of hours if you really focus and are efficient with your time. Um, so I think, I think you can definitely get the right amount of sleep and accomplish everything. And I think it's all dependent. Like if you're really working towards your goal and you're grinding and you're, and you're not getting worn down by it and you need that extra hour, then yeah, cut it out of your sleep. But if, if like a couple hours of your day are like Netflix or something like that, I would rather get, keep my normal sleep than take an extra hours of like calming down and watching Netflix. Cause like I'll work all the way up almost till I go to bed. I'll usually have like an hour and a half where I'm not working before bed or hour usually. Yeah. And then, then I go to sleep, but I, you know, I need that little period of unwinding yeah. after like from work. I can't go straight from like my computer of like doing emails and things like that and go sleep. Yeah. But at the same time, like if that's what you can do, then, you know, and if you need the extra hour, you need it, but it doesn't yeah. sound like you're, I mean, you're ultra focused towards your goals and you're not losing sleep too. Like right. you don't have to, like you don't have to sleep four hours to be successful. Right. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What uh, what do you feel like causes you to not get great sleep? Like I said earlier, man, I think it's not being hydrated, drinking alcohol, a really hot room. Like a cold room actually doesn't bother me too much. A really warm room, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't help at all. Um, and then... You know, actually, light doesn't bother me. My room usually gets pretty dark, but I don't, like, I never notice light that much. And, like, we have lights going by because we have the, like, the cars drive by out here and they kind of shut, like, the lights go into our room. Yeah. But um, those are, like, the big three for me is, like, hydration, uh, temperature. Yeah. And, like, few, like what I put in my body that day, really. Yeah. Yep, yep. And, and then the other thing that I've been doing lately that I wanted to talk, talk a little bit about, cause we talked a little bit about tracking earlier is like, I got this Garmin watch and then I just want to say this because I was worried about my sleep a lot. Cause I was looking at my cycles. It shows you your deep, your light and your REM. Mm-hmm. And I was getting like a ridiculously low amount of deep sleep, like 20 minutes a night, which is like really low. Like it should be yeah. like 20, 25% of your sleep or whatever. And then I was getting a ton of REM and a ton of light sleep. But what you got to realize about these watches for those of you out there that use them and like use them as like an effective tool, like you can measure the time and you can kind of see patterns, but don't think just because your watch says that you weren't in deep sleep, then you weren't because sleep is based on brain waves, not only heart rate and movement, because if I lay around for long enough without moving my left arm, it thinks I'm asleep. Right. So I just want to put that out there because I spend a lot of time being like, man, my deep sleep is so bad because my watch is telling me that my deep sleep is terrible. What the heck am I doing? And then all of a sudden I realize, well, maybe it doesn't actually measure what I, what I think it's measuring. 
So I just wanted to put that out there because it stressed me out for a little bit. So I want to make sure that everyone kind of steps back and realizes that like the watch can't effectively measure sleep cycles from your wrist yeah. as well as we think it should. It correlates okay, but everybody's heart rates and things like that during different cycles are different. So yeah. it depends. Well, yeah. I mean, the way that stuff is like, it's not really going to be perfect. Um, you know, all the sleep trackers, you'd have to get like a really one set up like in a, you gotta like have a head, you gotta do like a sleep study or like have yeah. a, a head monitor that monitors brain waves really. Cause you all need right. to see like the, uh, like when you get into Delta waves and all that stuff and what sleep cycle you're in based on the brain waves. Yeah. Yep. Or, and like even they'll use like the things that measure like rapid eye movement, like they'll watch your eyes and see when you're actually in rapid eye movement sleep. Yep. Yep. So, Anything else on sleep? No, man. I think that was a cool topic because I think sleep is so important. And I think we, uh, we don't end up getting, um, a lot of us don't end up getting enough sleep and it's talked about a lot. And there's, I think there's just so many questions and obviously we don't have all the answers, but I think it's good to just discuss like kind of what, what we found with our sleep. Yeah. Cause I've been working on mine a lot, but, um, I think it's important. It's, it's, you got to make it a priority because if you don't, everything else suffers. Yeah. So that that's that's why I'm like, man, you got to do that. Like it and it does feel like you're biting the bullet sometimes cuz you don't want to always go to sleep. You don't want to always like you know, sometimes people want to stay up and do dumb shit at night, but yeah. <laughs> but man, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. Um <clears throat> let's raise some cold brew. I was going to say, what do you got for this? This is honestly my favorite one I've had so far. This is better yeah. than the Colombe. Uh, this is I like this better than the Colombe. Yeah. This is better than the the bear one. What was the wandering bear? wandering bear? I had that shout out to this wandering, morning. Shout out to wandering bear. Yeah, I gave you the the <laughs> yeah, save my yeah, life. <laughs> I, I gave you the coconut milk one because I wanted you to try it. Oh, that's that right. Was, that was your birthday present. That's right. Um, I. I'm gonna. I think of this thing highly, man. It's yeah. it's really smooth. It's got a good amount of caffeine. Like I'm I'm probably two thirds through, three yeah. fourths through, and I'm feeling really good off of that. Yeah. Um, I could drink probably. A th I could drink ten of these. Like they're so smooth. It's not bitter at all. Yeah. Um, man, it's it's a good one. And I'm glad because it's our first one that someone's actually sent us. And, yeah, and we it was got the affiliate good. deal. Yeah, I was like worried, like, man, are we gonna have to affiliate <laughs> deal this? But we're we're really not sponsored. We're not paid by them right now. Right. Um but they're they make good products. And the cool thing is Keith Jardine is somehow affiliated with them. And I used to see him working out at the gym in New Mexico that I worked I think out he's the all owner. the time. Yeah. I think he's the owner. Started he, it. Yeah, he's kinda got that caveman look. He's a cool guy. He seems he seems like a cool guy at least. Yeah. And he's this is a cool company. I mean, you should follow their their accounts on Instagram. It's it's a lot of cool stuff. Their branding is like off the chart. Um and they have a bunch of different things. Like they sent us some they sent us some bags of coffee as well. Um so we're gonna actually try to make our own cold brew out of this coffee since this is a cold brew show. So we're gonna try to just cold brew our own stuff. Cold brew um, it up. Yeah. And I I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it an eight point three. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking I was thinking eight five. You know, it just it it's so smooth and like it's got all the stats. 
it's got all the stats you want. Shoot, man, two two hundred milligrams. That's a good hit. Fourteen calories. That's it. You know, like no it's neg- sugar. It's negligible. If you're yeah. doing a fast, this will break your fast. Yeah, but that's okay. I'm not an intermittent faster, so doesn't hurt me. It's got a negligible amount of sodium. The cholesterol is really uh, usually a like a coffee cholesterol. Can't remember what that's called. What that that um, molecule is, but it's got a gram of protein. All right. I don't know if that helps, but cool. Thanks again, Caveman, for uh, sending us this this package. Um, we'll uh, be glad to spread the word on this delicious uh, nitro cold brew. Ten percent off HTCB ten. HTCB ten ten at CavemanCoffee.com. Boom. CavemanCoffeeCompany.com. Something like that. Just search on Google. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that does it for episode three of Hot Takes Cold Brews. We'll be doing this every week. We're going to be bringing on new cold brews each week. We've got a bunch lined up right now. My refrigerator is packed full. So uh, we'll be rating them every week. We'll be talking about new topics. If there's any topics that you guys want to hear about, I'll throw on the live stream. Uh, If you guys want to hear about us talk about any topics, um, let us know if you have any questions or anything like that. Drop them in the comments section of one of our posts. DM us or email us, and uh, we'll be happy to answer them um, on the show or just get back to you via email or something. So, um, cool. Thanks for listening. Peace. What's up, guys? Hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, rate, and review the podcast. And if you really liked it, go ahead and share it with a friend. We would really appreciate it. And if you have any topics you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out. Let us know. We're always open.